right, three, two, one, and we are now live in another episode of The Bid Nerds. My name is John Polnick, along with my partner, Michael Deeb. We are your daily nerd out of the most interesting cars and cars and bids, and bring a trailer, and even sometimes other auctions like P-Car Market, maybe even eBay. Ugh. Who knows what we get to? Um, but hey, you know, we uh, what we do is we, we, we talk about all the, the, the neat cars that are coming up and, and going on the auction block and we make predictions about what they're going to sell for or what we think they won't sell for. We talk about why the cars, uh, some cars do well on one platform, but maybe not another. Sometimes one car is way better off on bring a trailer and not so well on cars and bids and vice versa. It's amazing to see how different the money is between the different platforms. And uh, Michael D and I have been paying close attention to this for months now. And um, that's why we decided to start doing this crazy show. We keep track of our predictions. And uh, we have a little bit of a competition. We start off every show with a, hey, how are you? And then we go and uh, we, we we talk about how each other did the day before. And uh, yeah. how how are you, Michael Deeb? JP, man, yesterday was a weird one, huh? It we was, yeah. Two, two draws yesterday. And uh, yeah, I love how you phrase that. We, we've been doing this for months now, so we're experts. Listen to us. Uh, watch the show. Listen to us, but don't take our advice. Yeah, yeah. In fact, that's a, the that's a big thing. I mean, you know, we've been talking to people off air a lot about the show. And, you know, one thing that we really want is we want to, in, we want to involve you. If you're watching, uh, we're live right now on Facebook. Um, this particular episode is not live on YouTube, uh, but it will be up on YouTube in just a few minutes. Um, you know, play along with us. Uh, tell us what you think your predictions are. We that's what we that's why we really got into this. We wanted to hear what you guys think. Um, yeah. Play along. Uh, sooner or later, as we continue to do this, we do this every uh, weekday, uh, Monday through Friday, during about the nine o'clock hour. Um, but we're gonna st- we want to start competing not with just each other, but we want to compete with you guys, and we're gonna give you prizes. We're gonna give you guys props if you guys yeah. uh, are if someone's better than this out there on the internet. <laughs> we want to invite you on as a third nerd and help yeah. us out because we're terrible. Um, but no, this is just a conversation about the cars that we really love and we really like the most interesting cars and cars and bids and bring a trailer. And it's not really cars that we have no itinerary. We have no uh, we have no skin in the game. None of these cars are ours. We don't know the no. people that are selling these cars. These are just cars that yeah. we find interesting, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, they, they punch us in the they face. They might all uh, come in and find us. It's a good thing we're in two different places. Michael Deeb over there is in San Francisco and I'm on the Las Vegas Strip. That's why we're the best show. We're that's why the, we're the best live show on the Las Vegas Strip right now because we're the only one. Um, but uh, yeah, so there it is. That's what Bid Nerds is. So let's get to it. Let's talk about the cars that we made predictions on yesterday and let's see yeah. how close our predictions were. Oh, Where do we man. start, Mike? I don't know. This is this is such a tough day. Let's start with our hero card. I don't know why you're so defeated. I I felt like <sighs> yesterday was very interesting, not because. And he misses. I, I was I was amazed how you know of the parody. We were yeah. so close on our bids. And yeah. yeah, I mean let's let's talk about the cars. Which one do you want to you want to talk about the star car from yesterday? Yeah, the star car was the nineteen ninety two Mitsubishi Lancer Evo one. Now, if I remember correctly, JP, this car is showing just like fifty thousand miles, but these were you know, this is a gray market import. This car was not sold in the United States. As such, it is a right-hand drive example of one of Mitsubishi's early and successful homologation vessels. It took the basic bitch 
Lancer platform and turned it into a world rally winner. Um, I think the uh, fish rally driver, Marco, no, what's his name? Mackinnon, Tommy Mackinnon. I think he drove one of these things with Marlboro Livery and won the world championship. But uh, anyways, really You think cool that car. has anything to do with the bid? What are we talking about? Some guy named Rubio or something. <laughs> yeah, well, listen, I tell you what, at, at $15,000, which was the sale price, right? This thing hammered at 15500 I don't think anybody cared about its world rally provenance. I think they just liked that it was an unusual Mitsubishi because... Well, man, what was you? What did you predict, and what did I predict? I can't even remember. Twenty four hours ago, a long time. I I thought this car would bring at least eighteen thousand dollars, and unsurprisingly, you thought the under and bet fourteen. This car sold at fifteen five, so you beat me by wow. five hundred bucks wow. as we straddled that car's uh, hammer price, which uh, would so be that, the trend for the entire day. Uh, we were just totally splitting it. Okay, so what was the next car? Next car was. Uh, JP, listen, this is a mm. you and Rochelle special. This is the mm. 63 Cadillac Eldorado Biritz convertible. This is the Las Vegas Strip Boulevard Cruiser, if ever there was one. Mm. A beautifully restored example with a big 390 V8. Um, the Biritz, the Eldorado Biritz only came as a convertible. So these are uh, pretty unique cars and so iconic of the era. Uh, I At that at that point, I thought this car would bring $35,000. You were a little more and you had $31,000. This car is one of the only cars that superseded our bids. It brought $37,500 and sold for my first win of the day. So you know, you and I should have known on this one. I don't know what I was thinking. I don't know why I bid under you on this one. I mean, I've been actually, uh, truth be told, I've been kind of looking for a 70s uh, Eldorado convertible to maybe put on right. Turo here in Vegas when when, when tourists start coming back. You know, it, you know, and, and the 60s ones are just a lot more expensive than the 70s. And I had in my head 70s. Uh, you know, which which yeah. are in the twenties, you know, maybe thirty right. if it's like the perfect one. And I don't know what I was thinking. I mean, I don't know. Maybe maybe my wife slipped something in my coffee um, yeah. uh, because she doesn't want me to get one. I don't know you, what it is. But uh, you you candidly, one of your candid takes yesterday while we were discussing this car was that you thought that the Cadillacs were starting to come down, and that mm -hmm. might be true of the seventies era cars. Yeah. But these early sixties Cadillacs are uh, holding their own as a collector. Um, while the entire market might be a little soft, I'd say these are a bright spot for Cadillacs. Really? I mean, is, wouldn't you have said like uh, five years ago that this car would have been a $50,000 car? I feel like this I car is un way down. No, not way down, though. Not like, okay. Uh, okay. Yeah, not like a 74, maybe, you know? No? All right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, again, these cars are built to a much better standard than the 70s cars. And yeah. um and I think are going to, you know, just be a little more impervious to the market. Uh, moving on, also on Bring a Trailer, we looked at a 2000 BMW Z8. Um, kind of a fishy auction because there were only a couple of bids uh, for a car that's extraordinarily expensive. Um, there were comments on the uh, car were not great, uh, suggesting that this car might have a... Um, uh, a weird history, maybe as a rental or something. Um, you and I both poo-pooed. Completely any... unsubstantiated, I want to yeah, say. Yeah, we both poo-pooed that kind of rhetoric. If you don't have evidence, shut the f*** up. And then um, I, I, we were all over this car. I said 189000 You said 183000 And this car sold at $186,000. That's unbelievable. Creating our uh, first draw of the day. Uh, so there you go. We were all over that one. Um Really, selling by you, you picked a 2005 Mercedes Benz S. Remember that Z8 had 17,000 miles. Your Texas homed 
um, 500 SL had just 13,000 miles. And, uh, and these made a nice juxtaposition to compare these two cars because Mercedes really overproduces the SL. And uh, in the secondary market, here's a car with less miles and five years younger. And uh, I bet 30,000, you bet 28,000 for this pristine example. And the car sold for 29,000, or I should say about $140,000 less than that Z8. So, I mean, is that amazing or what? It is one, it's amazing. And two, it's amazing how the fact that it nearly brought $30,000. I mean, anywhere, uh, yes, it's very low miles, but this is about the worst spec version of one of these red on tan uh, with with the horrible wood trim and no AMG package. I mean, this is a $13,000 car uh, with normal miles. Give it a right. premium for having the super low miles and maybe it's worth 17 or 18. Gosh, right. on a good day, the the right doctor's wife wants this thing uh, and totally. you get 30 for it, or I'm sorry, 20 yeah. for it, but 29, that's just, that's just ludicrous. Ludicrous. I, I agree. I agree with you. That car was well sold. <laughs> anyway. Some, yeah. G- good job on the seller. Yeah, if you're scoring this at home, that car landed right between our bids, creating the second draw of the day. So four, four cars in, and we're dead heat. Um, and then the uh, the tiebreaker, and this one kills me because you always do these cars better than I do. Uh, 1983 Volkswagen Westfalia Vanagon. Um, I believed the uh, lack of hype on this auction and bet $18,000 on this 400,000-mile example. <laughs> and you said 23. And I really thought I was going to win this one. And I, JP, I watched this auction. I watched every minute of this auction. And I was <laughs> so mad when it when it finally split the difference at like twenty thousand five hundred, and somebody else bid. I was furious. I was like, <laughs> I'm like, Polnick really going to win this one? Anyway, this car sold at twenty three thousand five hundred. I didn't even watch the end of the auction. I was so upset. I went. And kick the wall anyways well uh, okay hold on a second here's the thing you're you're trying to compete with me on a van which one of the two of us is more likely to live in a van i mean clearly uh at some point or another down by the river uh that's more i mean i have lived in a van so this is uh in one of these as a matter of fact so yeah, yeah, this yeah, is yeah. my wheelhouse. You have all the Italian trash and Ferraris and stuff. Totally. Anybody, don't bet again. If you if we if we're talking <laughs> about a some kind of Ferrari or Fiat from the '60s, don't <laughs> yeah. take my advice. He's the guy to listen to. But if it's a piece uh, of junk Volkswagen <laughs> air cool that's leaking oil everywhere and is you know yeah. might be a homeless uh, encampment, that's that's yeah. where I'm at. That's that's yeah. that's the level so I'm. Not- usually working it, add, add insult to injury not only did i lose that auction my wife's pissed we didn't buy it so there you <laughs> go <laughs> that would have been a great one for you guys but you know i mean the thing is uh, yeah. i i was even i was looking at him like I, i've been searching around going god you know i right now that just seems like a great thing to do you see you look at some of the pictures of people advertising and you see them parked by a beach somewhere or whatever and you're going yeah yeah, yeah okay yeah. listen listen real quick and then we'll wrap this up that kitchen in that van is probably the nicest one I can recall seeing. Although Esther prefers the generation right before that, the last air-cooled generation, I would say the inside of that van was absolutely the coolest one I've seen in a long time. So there you it, go. Uh, it was very well done. Really? Uh, sorry, I didn't Seriously. have the pictures yeah. uh, up no, uh, really? quickly enough. But yeah, good stuff. Right. Good stuff. Want one. Uh, all right. Okay. So. Uh, well, that was yesterday's car. So that's kind of what we do is we, we talk about the cars, what we think they're going to go for. Um, we talk about how we did yesterday. Usually I'm better at it. Uh, and then 
Yeah, I threw that in. Um, <laughs> and then we talk about the cars that we're predicting today. We have uh, yeah. five more cars uh, to talk about. And if you want to play along, again, we really want your bids. What do you think these cars will go for? Um, we'll give a shout out to the person who does better than us. On top of that, we're going to throw some prizes out. And on top of that, we want to know what cars you want us to talk about. We don't just want to yeah. talk about the cars that we pick. Give us some suggestions on auctions that are coming next week, and we'll talk about those, and we'll make those part of the most interesting cars and cars and biz and bring a trailer. Uh, so let's get to today's cars. What are we going to start? Yeah. What's our, our hero car? Uh, do we remember what our hero car is? I believe. I, I don't remember um, what my name is. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Sorry about that, folks that are watching. It's the 912, a 69 Porsche 912. All right. Let's start with that. Now, Beautiful car. Oh, my JP, God. Look at this thing. I, I think Tony Mazzagatti sold a guy who's in the Vegas region a car that is very similar to this. Is that not mm -hmm. right that, that Mazzagatti sold him this sort of a, is it like sunflower yellow or something? I don't know. It's a 912 that belongs some of the PCAs in the valley and Mazagat either sold him the car or told him to buy the car and became available. And it is a it is a pristine car. This car is arguably nicer. I don't know that I've seen a nicer 912. Anyway, absolutely stunning. This car is brought to us out of Lincolnton, North Carolina. Has a numbers matching 1.6 liter flat four. This is a 1969 912 that has been completely redone. And I, JP, I think you're going to be stunned when you find out how high my bid is on this car because mm. believe it or not, 912s are moving in the right direction. Now, I am a staunch believer in the 911, and I completely understand why Porsche built the 912. What I can't wrap my head around is why 912s are bringing this kind of money. I just don't understand it. I understand that when the 911 market goes up, then it'll bring the 912 market with it. But why somebody would spend the money to restore a car like this, when if they had spent that money on a 911, they would get an even greater return on their investment. It just doesn't make sense to me. I, I know there's not as many of these as around, and numbers have to do with value, but uh, I, there's no appeal to these cars because I don't ever, ever, ever want to drive one i don't desire driving a four-cylinder porsche it, unless it has a turbo on it so there you go um tell Says me the guy who wants this. a 914 what the heck is that about i want a 914.6 that's audacious. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah and i want it my wife wants it so you know there you well go. you know our friend uh, mauricio from three pedal posse up in the northwest uh has one of the most beautiful 912s ever uh, restored, but he put a six cylinder in it, you know, and it was at Ren Sport reunion a few years ago when he debuted the car and it got so much attention. Um, this it's, uh, ironically this particular color, and I don't know what this color is called. And I don't know oh, if really? I'm, uh, if I'm, if I'm, uh, divulging a secret that was given to me, but I believe Mauricio is planning on, um, restoring his nine, six, four that he's been driving for quite a few years and he's going to paint it this color. So a nine, yeah. six, four, this color would be super dope and yep. he uh he usually employs our friend uh danny over at dg vintage uh up in the northwest and and anybody who knows anything about really cool custom uh 911s air cools know that D, uh, danny is kind of an up-and-comer he's uh does amazing work but this car yeah this car Shit. is absolutely yeah. beautiful Shit. it's odd it's got a couple of blemishes that i'm like the crack in the dashboard kind of surprises me that they didn't fix that it is weird right yeah jp this is paint code 6805 this is Hama yellow yeah. and uh, i will say that in period in the late 60s and early mm -hmm. 70s 
Fiat and Alpha uh, shared a paint color called Okra, which is extremely similar. It, it kind of looks mm. like an old school bus uh, at, at, to a degree. Um, but yeah, it's it's so iconic of the era. And it, I think the color looks great on the car. Yeah. Um, I love the car. I think it's beautiful, beautiful car. Uh, but the four-cylinder just doesn't do... I, I wouldn't walk across the street for it. I mean, I don't well, care. We have, I've seen a lot of these... I, I, one, I think you're in the minority. Um, and, you know, I, I don't necessarily yeah. disagree with you, but uh, th- we have seen the values of these climbing. We've seen, the, we've seen oh. prices on these kind of go up but i don't see the sales of them actually happening i feel like a lot of people think that their cars are worth more than they actually are and they put them up for these ridiculous prices and then they don't move i mean but at the same time how do you get a long hood uh in this i mean really this is a what what's the size of this engine a one six 1.6 yeah i mean you know uh a 911 of the era what size is the engine in that 2.2 to uh 69 yeah they just uh oh my god it's in a two liter or 2.2 69 is a 2.2 liter yeah so i mean we're not really talking about that drastically different i mean we are when it comes down to it but i think a lot of people are taking 912s and putting volkswagen engines in and stuff like that i think if you're going to make a hot rod or something to to cruise around in it's like keep the keep the 912 engine in the in the garage in the back so you have the original equipment throw an inexpensive you know built 2.2 liter volkswagen and make the thing actually rip because it might be faster than the 2.2 six cylinder anyways i don't know where where do you think this thing's going to be i really love the way this car looks uh, where is this car sorry yeah it's in it's in north carolina it's in lincoln 10 north carolina jp last night this car was sitting at thirty two thousand. Thirty two thousand last night there's an hour and a half to go and this car is at forty eight thousand dollars so um here you go my bid is fifty nine thousand dollars i think this car is gonna bring a ton of money yeah i i you know i i don't disagree with that um I'm going to bet the under just because I think that's a little, that's kind of a ways to go, but heck I'll go 55. Um, and I'm not going to be surprised if you win this one. Yeah, there you go. All right. Very cool car. Interesting. Uh, let's move on to the next one. What do we got? Yeah. Let's jump over to P car for just a minute and let's take a look at car market. Look at that ninth. Yeah. Now JP, this is, there's a couple issues I have with this car, but this is, in my opinion, the iconic Porsche. I've said this to you many times. You know, mm-hmm. when I was a kid growing up in the 80s and I'd go spend time with my dad and we'd drive across the Golden Gate Bridge to go to Tiburon for brunch, you were always, you know, and you went into the small town of Tiburon, which is super affluent. That's where Robin Williams grew up. Um, you were always behind a 911 Targa. And so to me, as a kid, an impressionable teenager that couldn't wait to drive, this was the iconic Porsche of, of that era, of, the, of all time. I, I just think this car is incredible. This is platinum gray on P car market. We're looking at um, a 1982 911 SC Targa with 63,000 original miles. Um, the color is stunning. I love this uh, dark gray sort of battleship gray metallic with the black Targa bar uh, and the, the body colored painted Fuchs pedals. Uh, just stunning car. Um, it's offered out of Texas. There's a couple things. One, it's got the traditional 911 SC logo on the back, but down at the lower edge of the rear deck lid, he put a, a Carrera emblem on there that doesn't belong on the car. Mm-hmm. So That's I think weird. that looks stupid. And then the <laughs> second, the, the second thing is, um, he claims as the uh, the consigner, the seller that the engine had a rebuild, but on the Carfax it says it had an engine replacement. 
The thing hmm. that bothers me, the issue I take with this particular lot is, is simply this. Porsche offers either the certificate of authenticity or you go get the classic technical certificate in which they will match the engine number in your car versus the original build spec and give you a certificate to prove that. And this guy doesn't have it. And he knows it's an issue. Mm. Like it just doesn't make sense to me why he wouldn't have taken care of this. If he ever planned to sell the car, which clearly he has come to that conclusion he needs to mm. sell. And yet there's no way for him to prove uh, against the discrepancy on his Carfax. And yet it, it could quite easily be done. So um, anyways, as the, as such, this beautiful car, which shouldn't be a story's car, now has a story to tell that is going to hinder it. The other thing is, is he brought it to P-Car Market. And I, my take on the P-Car Market thing, JP, is this really quickly. I believe P-Car has kind of coddled their audience to the point where the audience might be waiting for this car to close and then try to negotiate a deal on the deal tank. And and so I just wonder if if there. Well, hold on, just so people know what that means. When if the car yeah. doesn't sell uh, at the auction, yeah, yep. if it doesn't make the reserve, then P car market unique to the other auctions, the car doesn't just go away. It goes into the the listing goes into basically a classifieds listing. Right. Uh, correct. Exactly. Okay. Yep. Sorry, yeah, sorry to interrupt, but I just I think no, some no, people no, may not no, know that. Yeah. No, thank you for helping me clear it up. Uh, to clear it, uh, clarify that. And so it, you know, it sits there for a couple of weeks. And so what I think is the Picar market audience, uh, a lot of the savvy buyers just wait and see. Hey, you know, if this car meets the reserve and it sells, then the hell with it, it goes away. But mm -hmm. if it doesn't, then I can contact the, the consigner direct and just make lowball offers, and boom, yeah. you know, we can make a post auction deal for less than what the reserve might have been. Uh, because the guy's now desperate and it's just sitting there. And so I just feel like here's this beautiful car. Um, and there's really no reason to believe the story that it's not the original engine block. Geez, you know, you could figure that out in some way. But here's a beautiful car. It's only got five bits. I mean, it's crazy. It's sitting at $30,911, two hours to go um, out of, uh, let me read this to you, Bear County, Texas. So there you go. Yeah, I mean, if this thing had the, uh, if this thing had normal miles, it was like a hundred fifty thousand mile car or something like that. The engine replacement slash rebuild wouldn't make any difference. Nobody would care as long as right. the engine is good. Uh, then we're good right. to go because this is a driver car. This is not really a collector car. But sixty thousand miles is low enough to where you kind of might want that to matter. I am totally with you. I don't know what the hell he, why he put that Carrera badge on the back of Terrible. it. Uh, especially Terrible, especially since. That's the little one. That's the Carrera badge off of a mid-year three-liter. Uh, um, so it yeah, just looks terrible. extra dumb. Um, what the heck is wrong with? <laughs> like, let me let me make sure that we're both on camera. Let's give the camera a yeah. huh. What are, we, yeah. Yeah, what are you doing, dude? Why are you, are you making your life difficult? Because that's all you're doing. Yeah. You're making everyone go beautiful car. What the f? I mean, it's just. Yeah. Just silly for no good reason. Uh, this this so car bad. should really use a, a strut tower brace. But anyways, um, yep. all right. So all that said, I mean, yeah, it is a beautiful car. It is an awesome car. I would love to own one of these. Um, uh, I have uh, in the past. In yeah. fact, I sold a black one not too long ago. What do you think this car? Well, let's first say, you know, what you, what's your bid? What do you think this car is going to reach? Where is it going to reach on P car market? And what do you think yeah. the car is actually so, worth? Those are kind of so, two different things. Yeah, you know, listen, when we when we look at cars that are on Bring a Trailer, we usually bid the value of the car. When we mm -hmm. bid cars, certain cars that are in cars and bids, sometimes we're also betting or bidding on the platform. But yeah. with P-Car Market, we're absolutely bidding the platform. And the platform's audience is so small, 
you don't get a ton of comments and you don't get a ton of bids. So it's hard to read the room. There could yeah. be somebody sitting there that's willing to spend four, seven, forty-eight thousand dollars on the star, which is what it should bring. But I don't think that. I'm I'm struggling to to decide if it should bring forty-three or if it doesn't even break forty grand. Um, I think the car is too nice, too low miles, too beautiful a color not to. So I'm going to say $43,000, but I am not hundred percent behind my own bid. <laughs> $43,000 is a very good bid. If it were in a place, uh, I mean, that's what the car's worth. The car's worth somewhere yeah. between 40 and 45. I don't think it breaks 40 on this platform. I think, it, yeah. uh, so I'm going to go 38, um, right. bet the under there. Um, but you know, I mean, we got to be careful because we have seen some big numbers happen on peak oh, market. Yeah. Uh, that yeah. target, that 96 target the other day was like, where'd that come from? Um, right. So I don't know, maybe. Maybe. Uh, <laughs> pull that stupid Carrera badge off the back of it and maybe it brings oh 50 for it. What is yeah, wrong with get, you, dude? Get yourself a classic technical certificate and overcome that objection and then put yeah. that car and bring a trailer and he might get 50,000 for a 60,000 mile, really beautiful Targa. I mean, yeah. good car. One more time, where did you say this car was? Is it in Texas? It's in it's in. Bear County, Texas, wherever Bear the heck County, that Texas. is. Yeah. yeah, Texas is the size of its own country, so that could be anywhere. I don't know. Yeah, but that's within uh, driving distance of anywhere on the West Coast, so that's definitely road sure. trip material. You buy this car, you yeah. get a flight out to Texas oh, or wherever yeah, the closest city, and it's we a, drive it back a, to Vegas. That's a really good point. There you go. We just we peel that logo off in front of the seller. You look, <laughs> totally. I would have paid. Like, just you look at him in the eye while you're peeling it off. I would have yeah. paid five thousand dollars more. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, just spit a little uh, citrus oil on there. It'll come right off. Yeah. With a All right. Card. Yeah. Let's get to the next car. Where are we at? Okay, Cars and Bids is offering a 2007 Mini Cooper S convertible John Cooper Works. Who this cares? Car, Why are we talking car, about this car? This car has 60,000 miles uh, on its supercharged R52. It has a few modifications. And I, I just, I, JP, I picked this car because I laugh at them. I just, it's a, it's a Cooper work convertible. You're talking about trying to make a car that has no structural integrity faster. I, I cabriophobe. I, I can't hardly think of a more dangerous car to send your kid to high school in than this pile of bolts. Uh, anyways, this car is offered to us out of, I don't even know how to say this one, Gilderland, New York. Uh, with 60,000 miles. Uh, the other thing is, it's absolutely languishing. I mean, I don't know what Coopers are supposed to be worth, but this car, JP, is sitting at $5,800, which is essentially a British-tagged BMW. Um, I, it, bizarre. I, I just I, I don't get anything on this car. You know, Six-speed manual. Um, it is a reserve auction, so I have no idea for anywhere near the reserve because I don't have any idea what these cars should be worth. Um, but the modifications, you know, camber plates, strut tower brace, Coney shocks, uh, sway bars. I mean, like somebody went out of their way to make this car handle. And I'm like, why don't you try putting a roof on it? You moron. <laughs> so anyways, there you go. Uh, the total oxymoron from great Britain, the mini Cooper S convertible John Cooper works modded out for track duty. There you go, <laughs> man. You are Have putting me in a position to, to, uh, <laughs> To defend, defend a stupid <laughs> mini. Um, yeah, I mean, you are a total cabriophobe. I just have to put it there. This car so probably handles better than your 911. Um, as, as, 
as awful a piece of i mean i just hate this car i hate you know what i don't hate this car this you know what this car is like what it reminds me of it reminds me of the the volkswagen cabrio <laughs> of, exactly of the of the 80s right i mean yep, you know absolutely. it's a front engine it's got you know this thing I, I know this car rips. This car is yeah. fun to drive. It's but it's like the you know it's the scooter type thing. It, yep. You know, fun to ride, but you don't want anybody to see you doing it. Um, right, right, you know, right. no self-respecting guy can drive this thing. The worst part of this car isn't how it drives, isn't how it looks, isn't like how it handles or any of the body flex or any of that BS because no one's really going to be driving it harder than the body flex. Um, the 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 thing that's <laughs> worse about this car than anything is the community that's built around around mini it is this the biggest pile of dorks on the planet and there are so many of them so anywhere you drive this car it's like there's going to be a guy that's going to come across the parking lot and he's going to have you know the sneakers that are going to match his car and he's going to have the checkered flag (laughs) hoodie and he's going to be vaping and he's going to be like i really like your mini do you autocross it's like oh god it's Uh. like it's like uh it's like crossfit (laughs) it's the same people um i mean does this car oh god (laughs) it's like crossfit oh my god please print that take on our social media that's awesome um i could totally i could totally see this guy with like a denim jacket with a lot of pins on it and stuff right (laughs) yeah and badges and did you go to mini across america in 2007 it was not nearly as good as 2012 when they had uh who's the skateboarder guy jump all the cars i mean it's like oh god it's just it's just, it, and they say the same stuff about did you go to did you go to Radwood or Lifticult? Like yeah, yeah it was amazing. <laughs> All right, here's how this comes down. I'm going to say one last thing, and then we'll get to the bit on this stupid car. Go, go to it. an FC soccer game in America. I don't yeah. care what team it is, Timberlands yep. or the or yeah. the you know up in the Sounders or whatever the hell it is up in the Northwest yeah. or whatever. Go to a soccer game, a professional soccer game, and all yeah. you're going to see in the parking lot is these. That's all that's in the parking lot. Subarus and Mini Coopers and people with outfits that are like 50 different colors. It's like Euro NASCAR. You know, when you go to NASCAR and everybody's got M&Ms and and Wonder Bread on their jackets, it's the same thing, but just different colors, these idiots. So, JP, JP, the bit nerd's take is that the Mini Cooper is the scrotum of the MLS because that's where you're going to hold your balls. Yes. 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 All right. Got it. Very nice. Very Very nice. He puts it together. All right. What's your bid on this red pile of dog crap? I, I put $8,500, and I am not standing behind my bid. I'm going to change it to $7,900. And, again, I, I, I'm not, I don't know what I'm basing this on, but there you go. $7,900, and it should sell because why would you pay more? Okay, I'm at sixty five hundred. I think it's just gonna. That's it. Uh, it's gonna bring a couple bucks. I mean, in New York, who the hell's buying a convertible in New York? Who's gonna spend the money to transport this anywhere? Uh, the yeah. audience is limited. It's uh, cars. Yeah, I mean, yeah, whatever. It is a John Cooper works. This would be the most fun, embarrassing car you could possibly buy. I mean, if you could get that's, this thing for six, seven thousand um, dollars, and I'm, you know, if you're a teenager sweet, or you know, a, a young enthusiast, this is a great opportunity to get into a really fun car. Just avoid the people. It, like them it's it's got six or seven thousand dollars worth of parts and labor you know in modifications on this thing i mean yeah. it's like you get the car for free i, I it's crazy to me but yeah. what, how many miles does it have it, on it again um sixty thousand so it's yeah it's, so that's good uh, totally i mean the superchargers go on yeah. these the direct fuel injection is really unreliable i mean there's a lot of issues with these things but it's low enough miles <laughs> yeah. that it's uh yeah whatever let's move on i don't want to talk about many anymore yeah. All right. So let's jump over to bring a trailer. If I wanted to talk about mini, I would go down to the CrossFit. All right. <laughs>
Sorry, I had to throw that last CrossFit jab in there. Okay, uh, we're going to jump over to Bring a Trailer, and we're going to pick up on this 2000 Audi S4 six-speed. This has the venerable 2.7-liter V6 twin-turbocharged motor. These cars made 250 horsepower, but unlike its competitor, the BMW M3, the forced induction meant that it had a ton of torque. These cars were actually pretty fast and held their own for a little while. The problem is turbos on these are bad. They go I think on average, JP, tell me if I'm wrong, they go like every 30 to 45,000 miles. Yeah. I mean, if you get, if you got 50,000 miles on a pair of turbos, there's something else wrong with your car because yeah. um, they, these things, they need to be replaced all the time. That being said, uh, instead of replacing them with the stock ones, you can put bigger turbos on your car and easily get 350 to 400 horsepower out of this vehicle and everything else on it feels the same uh this is a pretty nice example offered to us out of littleton colorado with just seventy-six thousand original miles or two sets of turbos or one set of turbos <laughs> and it and it is in dire need of a second set and that's why this guy's selling it uh but um iconic sort of the you know i think most of these cars were made in silver with the black uh, you know, sort of Recaro looking seats and a six speed manual. I mean, this is the, I, back in period. I wanted one of these really bad. Mm. Um, unfortunately, knew they were sort of out of my uh, budget when I was 30 years old, but really cool car. I've always been kind of a closet fan of the original S4 in this country. There you go. Yeah, I had a black on black one. It really was a fun car. And you're right. Uh, in period, it was really the best looking kind of sport sedan you could get in that that kind of small size. But boy, Vag, Vagcom or Volkswagen brethren um, were really having trouble back then with quality. Um, the you know, I mean, the yep. interior was just exactly. fantastic for its time. But, you know, everything broke on that thing from window regulators to dashboard LED lights to wheel speed sensors and, you know, not to mention the big stuff, the turbos. And this V6 engine with the turbo had that terrible timing chain issue and uh, it was just catastrophic. And, and, you know, and then on top of it all, throw in some Audi depreciation to make it just, you know, um, there's nothing worse than an Audi depreciation other than maybe Mercedes. Um, So, yeah, uh, (laughs) neat car, lot of bang for the buck uh but you better have a audi mechanic or b1 um in -hmm. order to really you know you got to be a wrench to enjoy this car um absolutely so uh at eighty five hundred dollars with around three and a half hours to go on bring a trailer where do you think this car goes you know i i'm it's been at eighty five hundred for a while it's only on 13 bids which is uh i'm sorry let me read this again uh I'm seeing 11 bids, but I might not be 11 bids. No. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I, I, so our, our next car is at 85,000 on 13 Mm. bids. So I looked the wrong at my notes, a bad glance. So 11 bids. I originally put, um, 12,500. I'm going to change my bid. I don't believe this car is going anywhere. I'm going to say $11,000. Yeah. I mean, you can see right here on, uh, on the dashboard right there. Even some of the pixels are already out. And isn't this a, yep. like a radiator signal, like a coolant problem? I don't know. This car. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, this even car's this is, I, I, you know what? I'm going to say 9,000. I don't even know yeah. if it goes up to that. I, I mean, yeah. it's at 8,500 bucks. Right. If it climbs another 500 bucks. All right. Um, you, you might good luck. Right. Whoever gets this thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's hard yeah. to find a low mile example that hasn't been wrecked or totally modified. Yeah. 
for that reason, some mechanic might pick it up or somebody that works like some kid that works for Audi that can buy the parts to put this yeah. thing together uh, for cheap might spend over 10. But uh, JP, your bid might be right on the money. Uh, OK, let's have dessert now. We saved All the right. best for last. Uh, so we will sign off this Friday. And uh, thank you for a great week of bid, bid nerds with this st- <laughs> just stunning 2,550 Marinello. Uh, this is one of the great uh, last analog cars uh, Ferrari has made. Patrick is a, a, a story and fabled and, and sort of a well-reputable Ferrari mechanic in the Bay Area um, has advised the close colleagues of his to pick these up. He speculates that that someday these are going to be worth big money, um, even over the 575 Marinello, because those have so many more computers in them, whereas this car is sort of the last great Front twelve front engine, twelve cylinder, manual transmission, rear wheel drive, nothing in the way between you and that motor. You're actually driving a V12 with three pedals and a manual. This is a super cool car. Um, this particular example, JP has uh, let me read it to you out of Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, has just 38,000 miles on it. It's a six-speed manual. They've done the sticky buttons. Those are already done. But the belts haven't been done since 2015. So this car needs about a nine or $10,000 service. Uh, being said, there is a tube exhaust, and there's an aftermarket radio head unit and an additional subwoofer. Uh, the stock head unit is included with the sale. So uh, if you sort of budget for yourselves about nine or $10,000 to get the belt done, uh, or maybe $12,000 because your mechanic's a little more money. Um, this is still a great pickup because, uh, you know, I think this is easily $150,000 car in the next couple of years. I think, uh, you know, the, 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 the market on these is about to go. I think this would be a, uh, a car that doesn't have too many miles. It's still in really good condition. The sticky buttons have been done. And yet 38,000 miles, go put 10, 15,000 miles on this car and not really hurt the value. Uh, You could drive this one because it's not a super low mile example. So this might be a great value for somebody's collection that they can drive. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I will tell you that uh, having known you and uh, in the last... I used to just not pay attention to front engine Ferraris. They just used to not be my thing. Um, and in the last year or so, I have completely flipped. I was like, I always basically, if I was going to ever get a Ferrari, it'd be a mid-engine one. And now it really, uh, maybe it's because I'm an old dude, but I mean, this yeah. is just kind of like the ultimate, um, God, that's just, man, that's just the classiest, coolest car i think on the planet that is, i mean i yeah. i would prefer it in black but uh, at the same and time it, it's, who cares? it's better it's better looking in black jp yeah. i'm telling you yeah black on black is the correct color for this car if you can find a, a black on black one with some miles that hasn't either been repainted or is like too torn up with stone chips um black on black is the color for the car and let me tell you man that v12 with a six-speed manual that that shifter the gated shifter the pedals are light the steering is direct and that thing revs to 8,000 rpm so with the 2b exhaust and if you really want to go crazy you actually put some headers on it and drive through the you know our tunnel by the airport in vegas yeah. oh man <laughs> it'll give you it'll give you goosebumps down the back of your neck it's amazing I will say, you know, you mentioned the seven to nine thousand dollar service. Um, yeah. I know that there's no such thing, you know. Um, that if if the service uh, write up is okay, this is a five thousand service or this is a ten thousand dollar service. I mean, I I know most people that I know that own any Ferrari, you know, when they bring them in uh, for service, uh, you know, like I I almost bought a 
a 355 once and I remember talking yeah. to a buddy that had one and he talked me yeah. off the ledge by saying, you know, look, I've never spent less than $13,000 when yep. I bought the car in for service. Yep. That's the yep. lowest. It's like usually right. it's in the 20s because it's one of those cars that when you're in there, what are you going to do? Not up, not update something, you know, I mean, <laughs> well, you're in, especially because you, in order to keep the values of these things up, you have to get them done at the dealerships, right? right? Or, right. or some kind of certified Ferrari well, dealership a, a or really, a reputable. really reputable mechanic. Yeah. Right. And you're going to have that Italian guy look down his nose at you when you say, yeah, you know, maybe I'll wait to, uh, put, put the <laughs> gasket on that seeping power steering pump, uh, till next time. He's just going to be like, you know, contempt and all the horrible things. And if you need to sell the car, you're screwed because they're all going to be like, you know, so yeah, yeah, there's no such thing as deferred maintenance on one of these. Um, No, there's not. You want to keep the value up. Well, and that's the thing too. If you, I mean, if that belt breaks on you while you're driving, that's catastrophic. And I would think that in Las Vegas, just saying um, it, because of the dry climate that your interval has to be on the lower end, not the longer Mm. end. You could extend the life of that belt in Vegas because of the climate. So, you know, when it comes time to, to get it done, you've got to get it done. So my advice to you, JP is find a black on black one with a ton of miles on it that they just did the belt, buy it, drive it for a year and then sell it because it's still got three, four years left on the belt that was just recently done. At what point in that list of things that you're suggesting I do, do I rob a bank? Uh, oh, in order to get the money to buy a two hundred thousand uh, dollar for bid, anyway. bid nerds, we'll, bid nerds, we'll bid, nerds bid nerds. Okay, there it is. That's yeah, what we're gonna we'll do. do all right, uh, <laughs> all right. So, what's your bid on this? Uh, this is your wheelhouse. I mean, I love these cars, but this is definitely am, not something I've been keeping up on. I am completely torn. There's something mm. weird that this car is sitting at eighty six thousand dollars on just thirteen or fourteen bids. Um, you know, if the belts were done, this is a hundred thirty thousand dollar car. Uh, I'm thinking, you know, take 15,000 off of that for the service and it should bring $115,000, but this auction doesn't look like it's going to get there. So I, 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 I don't know. I'm going to take another five grand off my bid and say $110,000 and it sells. All right. I'm going on the over on this one. I think people are waiting on this one. I mean, that's one of the things about bringing a trailer that we see all the time is that all the action is in the last couple minutes. Uh, and some of these auctions, because if you don't know, uh, these, uh, you know, bring a trailer and cars and bids, uh, they're not like eBay where you can snipe someone at the last minute. If you get your bid in, in the last second, the, you know, the auction does not necessarily end when the auction is scheduled to end. If someone bids within the last two minutes, it adds two minutes, um, you know, depending on the platform. So, yeah. The auction can just go and go and go if people are fighting for the car. Uh, I, yeah, and I mean, this is just a, a manual, like everything that you said, the fact that it's the manual and it's the last analog yep. and that's what everybody totally. wants and this car is in oh. beautiful condition. I don't think the service thing really means a whole lot. A $10,000 service on a car that's worth 150 or more, you know, at some point. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to say buck 15 and I, I sure, I think it's going to go higher than that. And I think um, I'd like to see it go for more than that. Yeah, yeah. Well, this otherwise, could, this I'm could be... mortgaging the place and uh, buying it. No, this this is ironic. Last Friday, you and I switched bids at the mm-hmm. last minute, and uh, and I won. So I, you might get me back on this one. We'll see. Uh, so there you go. I didn't switch any bids. You're the one that's that's going back and forth. I'm not switching nothing. I am a consistent guy. I am consistently you, right. I don't have to change my you. mind. You, you bid switcher, you. <laughs> you bid switcher. Again, I still haven't seen, uh, we, we have to, con- the, the producer of the show has not gotten back to us on a ruling uh, in that particular situation. It's true. Patootie, what, do you have, some, did he pay you? 
Is that what's going on? <laughs> yeah. Look at her face. She's stone, like not giving up anything. That is yeah. a that is a poker yeah. face if I ever saw one. Yeah, all not right. Playing card, not playing cards with her. Yeah, this has <laughs> been uh, not just another episode of Bid Nerds, but another week of Bid Nerds. So we really, really appreciate you guys watching the show. We hope that you're uh, hitting the subscribe button and sharing and telling people about this thing. Um, yeah. We're brand new. We're a new channel, and we're getting started, and we're having a great time doing it. And we're having a great time with you, uh, the viewers that are watching we love the feedback that's coming in please uh tell us more tell us what you want to see tell us about the cars that you want us to review in the future um and let us know if you think our bids are crazy or right on and let's see your bids guys let's uh, let's have some competition with not just him and i but with uh you the audience let's see who's got a better handle on what the heck is going on on these different platforms um michael deep anything you want to say before the weekend starts i know you're about to do a road trip a porsche road trip here shortly yeah yeah, let's. Uh, why don't you and I go for a drive on Sunday? Is that happening? Yeah, Do I got to gas up both the 911s? Yeah, let's go, man. All right, there it is. We will make a plan uh, for those yeah. of you. If anybody wants to come to Vegas and join us, uh, DM yeah. us, and uh, we'll go on a yeah. little run together. Um, this yeah. has been another week of Bid Nerds. Thank you so much. Uh, we're daily nerd out on the most interesting cars and cars and bids and bring a trailer. Uh, join us next week, starting Monday uh, through Friday in the 9 o'clock hour right here on Facebook, YouTube, and all the InstaWeb channels and all that kind of stuff. Uh, we will see you next week. Thanks for hanging out, guys.